0: And welcome back to Beef Sticks Podcast. And pasty, this is quite the era.
1: An undisputed era, my friend. And a shock to the system. As Adam Cole's prophecy comes to fruition.
0: Oh, not just Adam Cole, but Fat Max also.
1: Yes. The undisputed era is draped in gold. That's right; they hold all the gold in NXT.
0: And I couldn't be happier. Except for the I women's love it. championship, which I love is kind of
1: weird. Like they need to pull a woman in, a woman in to the undisputed era.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know who I'd love to see in there, but it would really be awkward. Is Candice LeRae? Yeah. <laughs>
1: that would be weird see I would say I don't want Gargano in there I think Baszler would fit nice with him
0: I don't think she does because all of them are like indie darlings and I want to see an indie darling in there you know what I mean yeah and they were all kind of like ROH guys and I want to see an ROH chica and obviously ROH doesn't have a lot of women but they were part of shine and now they got women of honor so somebody who did some shine action you know what I mean I don't know.
1: So how long do you think they keep all the gold? That's the real question.
0: Honestly, usually this means that somebody's losing gold within the next two weeks.
1: I'd say tag team champs are probably up to lose it. It's the easiest one to lose.
0: I know, but I'm scared (laughs) it's going to be Cole. And with them being on TV now, it would be smart for them to have a major title change on TV, not on a takeover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that gets people talking. Oh, you got to watch the weekly show.
1: Well, you know Which? what else you couldn't live with losing? Because our sponsors, our good friends at Qualities T shirt company of Wilmer, Minnesota, putting on Wilmer Mania part two with Peps Barbershop. It's a great company, high class, high quality products, and you can't turn down the price. That dude Saint will have you covered for all your custom tees, sublimation, heat transfer vinyl, and decals, and shirts for any occasion. Multiple styles of fabrics, everything you could possibly need is in house at Qualities T-Shirt Company. He's even got his own line of Bullywear brand clothing, supporting a Pit Bull awareness, because they are America's most beloved breed of dog
0: and one of the most nicest sweetest breed of dogs ever
1: oh yes and of course couldn't get anywhere else without monster wear clothing owned and operated by Cujo the cannibal not a pit bull he's my friend Corey Matthews and he's bringing you all your small runner bulk orders on decals stickers t-shirts Hoodies, hats, glassware, jerseys, and many other types and styles of fabrics. He offers custom graphics and logo design services. And a full suite. And if that's not enough for you, he just got a huge portion of his music catalog. That's right, folks. He is Minnesota Hip Hop. You can catch him on Get Local Minnesota. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's all available on Spotify now. So get over there and show him some love. And then get some fucking decals. Get you a hand painted hockey mask, because guess what? It's almost October. I wanna get a hockey mask with um the fiends mask paint on it. That'd be cool.
0: That would be that would be neat. What if I wanna get I wanna get a hockey mask with the Jason Burlap sack from movie number two painted on it. There you so go. I have both Jason masks in one.
1: How about a hockey mask with Mike Myers mask painted on it?
0: That'd be. Are we talking about um, Austin Powers? Mike Myers? Or are we talking <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis? Mike Myers?
1: Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, well I'm just.
0: I mean, you could you I can don't do think either Austin one.
1: Powers. Mike Myers wore a mask unless you're
0: talking. No, well, I just meant like.
1: No, I meant a Mike
0: a mask. Myers mask, like <laughs> like a mask of him. Uh, it's good stuff. It's yes. it's great stuff. It's memorable and historic that Michael Myers is. And you know what else was memorable and historic, Pasty?
1: What's that, my
0: friend? That's something that happened this week in pro wrestling history, and this is one of the biggest ones. I know the uh, the Pasta Mania restaurant from last week was pretty huge. Oh, it was pretty huge. It went over well. Oh, I'm still. Heard they uh, I'm almost still... made
1: a comeback because
0: of it. I'm still burping up garlic sauce from it, but. Mm. Folks,
1: my Hulkaroos, man, my, my, my stockpile has been dwindling since that episode. You
0: need, you need to get some more uh, the Hulkaroos. Man. I don't get know where to Hulk-a-roos. find them. But folks on September 18th, way back 19, I don't have the year put on 35 years ago, folks, (laughs) you do the math. What am I here for? It was 19 tickety-two. 19 tickety-two. We had to call it tickety-two because the Kaiser stole our word for 20. But on that day, in Kansas City, Missouri, Ric Flair defeated Dusty Rhodes to win the National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, that match had the Luthez as a guest referee. Now, not only do you have three of the most iconic wrestlers of all time, three of the the greats, three that would be on any Mount Rushmore, but this is special because this was the first of 21, yes, you heard that right, folks, 21 World Heavyweight Championships that Ric Flair had won, 21 being 9 NWA, 10 WCW, 2 WWF, And that doesn't include many others, like the three-time NWA Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Championship and how many different TV titles, U.S., Intercontinental, and Tag Team Championships. And more than that! Now, we all know WWE only recognizes 16 of these reigns. But uh, Flair would go on to win the 10 pounds of gold 10 times through 1993. And for those of you who don't know, the 10 pounds of gold is the uh, rectangular nwa title the one that they have now actually
1: yeah yeah the one cody rhodes has held on to
0: for three days baby yes
1: yes (laughs) what a glorious three days that was we wouldn't be where we are today without those three days
0: oh for sure not now flair was also the only man to hold the nwa and wcw world heavyweight championships simultaneously but pacey it gets better than me mispronouncing simultaneously no way yes He did that in 91 when WCW first first established its own championship. But then he infamously left WCW in July of 91 as both the WCW and NWA world champion. Then he won the WWF championship without ever losing those two belts. Although, statistically or realistically or whatever you want to say in the record books, Flair was stripped of the WCW title immediately when he left WCW and he would only hold the NWA championship until making his WWF debut in September when the Alliance no longer recognized him as their champion. So even though he didn't technically hold the WWF alongside the WCW and NWA, he held both of them together and then won the WWF without losing either two. So that's quite an accomplishment.
1: Yeah. Nobody will ever do that again. That's for sure.
0: (laughs) So what, yeah. what
1: makes it so WWE only recognizes 16 of those reigns? Is it companies that they've acquired?
0: Well, no. It because couldn't the, even be that then because there's number there's, gone up. Yeah, there's over 16. Years. There's more than 16 between WCW, NWA, and WWE. I do know two of those they don't recognize because the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, the, uh, the big gold, as they call it, the one yeah. that came into WWE when they bought WCW.
1: The greatest WWE championship in history. Yeah,
0: I yeah, agree. the greatest championship ever. Yeah, that one originally started as the NWA... I want to say the NWA International Heavyweight Championship, which was just another World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> it was international instead of world, which is the same thing. <laughs> um, and that, And two of his... Well no, no
1: cuz that's that's recognized everywhere but here.
0: <laughs> Reigns were as the international <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> I know that's two of them but who knows why WWE uses the numbers they use. I, you can almost guarantee anytime WWE throws out a number it's a lie.
1: Yeah, yeah they they, they like to do that's that. my take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be funny though if like John Cena hit sixteen times, but that morning Ric Flair is more of his championships were recognized, so his record went up.
0: <laughs> they Oops. just edited the, the website. They don't even mention it. They just <laughs> edit the website. And
1: Michael Cole talks like he's been talking about it for years. John Cena's only six right? away from tying Ric Flair's record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be just awesome. I love it. <laughs> And Ric Flair and and Vince and WWE have such a weird... Their whole life they've had such a weird relationship. I mean, he's still in the middle of suing them, and he was on NXT, Raw, SmackDown. He was on something just this last week. Okay, whatever.
1: I didn't see Flair on anything. I I didn't watch SmackDown.
0: Yeah! With, um, with, with, With... with me, with um, whoever that Migos guy is, I don't know the Migos, but I just oh. know him from Saturday Night Live. I think he's the one that um, I think he's the one that K- uh, Kenan Thompson played. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe, but yeah. Is, maybe, and now there's rumors that he's going to be joining. A- maybe w- they paid
1: him exact the exact dollar amount of what he asked for in the lawsuit, so they they could win the lawsuit, <laughs> but still make him happy and able to take care of his fucking twenty year old wife.
0: Right. Oh, who knows? It's, it's crazy, but you know, Pacey, another good reason that we have this title on this episode for this week in pro wrestling history is because Ric Flair is kind of synonymous with Clash of the Champions, the NWA um, classic show that they put on yes. that is actually what started um, Survivor Series. I want to say Survivor Series. Because WWF was trying to counter program.
1: No way, they do uh, that?
0: Was it the Royal Rumble? What?
1: Counter. Oh, yeah, I know.
0: They're trying to counter program The Clash of Champions, which was always aired on TBS for free, with um, their own on USA for free show the exact same night. Because, yeah, something like that. Anyways, we have <laughs> WWE's Clash of Champion results that that aired this past Sunday, and um, I guess we'll, we'll we'll get into what we thought about it. We won't get into that now, but I think anybody who's watched the WC or WWE pay per view in the last two years kind of gets the idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's um, not a big four. You want to start us off, basically? Much. yeah yeah, we started off with a pre-show that i actually didn't wait i did watch but i didn't pay attention to because that's what it's worth it was on yeah it was it was there uh a three-way cruiserweight championship match with drew gulak retaining his championship against Humberto carrillo and lince dorado So, yeah, Goo Goo won. If uh, yeah, we I would have it. called it, if we would have picked, I, or if, if our picks would have mattered, I think, yeah.
0: I think I didn't pick. I think, I think, yeah.
1: Did I pick Dorado? I don't know.
0: Something. You picked Umberto. I, they're color coded, Pacey. They're okay. fucking color coded. Okay. Oh my gosh.
1: You're color coded.
0: <laughs> they're color coded. Yeah, you picked Umberto Carrillo. I picked Drew Gulak. Remember, I picked nobody but the tag team championship from uh, Rollins and Strowman to, to be lost. Yeah, I, good I move. bet that all good move. All of the championships were going to say keep hands, and yeah, that was that was a solid strategy to go with this time, for sure. Which you'd think on a pay per view with all of the titles on there, or pretty much all of them, that there'd be a lot more changing hands. But yeah. Yeah. We're going to see that not to be the case. Then we had what I think was a surprise for most people, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, anybody, everybody should have to do the pre-show. It shouldn't just be the low guys. I don't know. Everybody should have to do it at some point because you can't always have pay-per-views time. But yes, we saw AJ Styles retaining his United States championship against Cedric Alexander.
0: For a moment there, um, I thought that Freddie Mercury came back and buffed up a bit. Who is this Cedric Alexander fella? He definitely has changed his look up quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean,
1: as soon as he came onto the roster, I feel like they've pushed him harder than they pushed Murph Dirt when he got dragged into the Roman Reigns storyline because they did that yeah. and it was two weeks and he was gone. But Seti's like they're 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 doing good by him. How long has he
0: been back now?
1: Well, Three Cedric weeks? Alexander back. Oh, no, not Cedric life.
0: Alexander. I'm ugh, I was, You're a silly I'm boy. way off. I'm, I'm way off. Rusev
1: isn't even on this pay-per-view.
0: I know. I was thinking of Alexander <laughs> Rusev, and they haven't even called him Alexander for how long? <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Good I, I got
1: this you fucked up chain
0: button. Yeah, you got to hit it, man. It's good mm, shit. I do. Um,
1: Maybe pepper in with a little bit of this asshole chant. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, this one, I don't even know why Cedric Alexander's wrestling AJ Styles, but he's there. <laughs> you know, I talked about it last week. I think it's I think it's cool. I'm not I, the biggest Cedric I Alexander fan. I think it's really fan, nice
1: that the main roster has managed to salvage at least a few 205 live talent. Because the cruiserweights mm-hmm. are good enough to compete on the main roster. Oh, too right. And... Yeah, I think they made some very interesting choices, too.
0: Very interesting. Very interesting. It
1: just sucks when uh, AJ Styles keeps his championship when you're in the middle of a push.
0: Well, yeah, but I don't think... I I don't think I want to see Cedric taking a championship off of AJ Styles. I'd rather have, like, a... I'd rather have a transitional champion in between...
1: Brock Lesnar. No, I'm kidding. He'll be going after <laughs> Kofi Kingston on the first episode of SmackDown on Fox. Yeah. Yeah, but that'll
0: be fun. Before all of that, we got the main show of Clash of Champions, the only shit that actually matters, and that's a stretch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this pay-per-view especially. Halfway through, in between the matches, I just got up and cleaned my house and did other shit. Like,
0: You know, I've been trying to grade matches as I go and and give each match their own grade. It might not, you know, that might or might not affect my final grade of the show, but I do that just for myself. And, man, there was just Cs everywhere. (laughs) Some pluses, some minuses, but there was so many Cs, it was ridiculous. But the first uh, kick, kick it off the show that isn't a kickoff show is the Raw Tag Team Championships. Of course, this is where we've seen Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman defend their title against... Robert Roode, and Dolph Ziggler, or porn money as I called them. And uh, what did you call them?
1: Uh, Something along the lines of glorified jobbers or something. Yeah, I think that's
0: exactly what it was, the glorified jobbers. And as I think everybody predicted, obviously we weren't going to have Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman go into the main event as tag champions together against each other. So they lost.
1: Yep. Yep, they did. It was very predictable and not a highly entertaining match. Um, I mean, I guess Rude and Ziggler have the championships, but that ain't going to last long. Viking War Express Raiders will be knocking at their door soon, I would assume.
0: Yeah, I, I still think this, I mean, this Robert Rude, Dolph Ziggler is just another one of those, throw some people together because we got nothing to do with them until we can find something to do Don't with them. Don't get me wrong,
1: they could make it work.
0: These two but guys, hell yeah, reason, they could.
1: Because as soon as they get traction, Vince or whoever behind the scenes would pull the trigger and break them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a team made to break up.
0: Yeah. And to be fair, this, this wasn't a bad match. It was a solid match. This would be, this would be Rob a good and rude
1: and AJ styles together.
0: Uh, possibly they were all right together with in fortune, Mm-hmm. but well, I mean, Rick
1: Flair the... could get in on that shiz too. pat out his wife's pockets some more. <laughs>
0: This, this would have been a good main event on uh, like a Raw or a SmackDown. You know yeah, what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: It would have been fine. Um, it, and it was actually, I, I think, one of the better matches of the night, but st- still not saying it was that great. No. I do think that – that tag team match we, that
1: starts a pay-per-view needs to have
0: either the Usos or the Revival in it. It hurts right. me to say it,
1: but that's the truth. Right.
0: Yeah, you, you need to kick it up. I do think the obviously, Rude and Ziggler should have won. You know, and that and and it helped it helped generate heat for the title match at the end of the night. So that that's good. Yeah. But it it the fans weren't into it. They're I don't think they're into this feud.
1: I didn't like the fact that Braun just walked away. I don't know if it's enough to progress this. Beat him down or anything. That's my biggest complaint. Like you were pissed that he lost your match and lost your tag team championships. Kick his ass and soften him up before the main event. Yeah. Yeah. Be a monster, you monster among men. Quite a beast. So, yeah, then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship match with Bailey retaining her title against Charlotte Flair in a pretty lackluster short match that ended in, what, a quick roll-up and she ran out? Yeah. Yeah, it was dumb.
0: Oh. I didn't. The match then was then you horrible. Push,
1: you push Bailey as a heel, but she still got the two men, and the stupid
0: song. But I do think I—I I honestly think that this—it was—it was—it was a bad match. But this was really good at progressing her—her her character, progressing this story. It's another turn in the chapter of this dark side. Yeah. Because she's still—I I like that she's delusionally calling herself an inspiration and everything, but she's—but she's. But she's Cheating to win. She's starting to cheat. Hmm. And I like that. And I think it's kind of cool that WWE isn't doing a, now she's bad, now she comes up in completely different clothes, completely different hair, no tube men. They're slowly bringing her to this person that we want her to be. And, and she seems to be enjoying it. Yeah. And it's it's something I don't think WWE does enough so I'm actually okay with it as long as I they do it get rid of them. I just see it as
1: detrimental to what they're trying to do with banks.
0: If hopefully she'll get a new look and new music and stuff down the line, but I like that they didn't flip a switch on her because that wouldn't make sense either. I don't think, and I, they don't do that enough. They do that yeah. so many times where it's just like all of a sudden somebody's different. It's like no, how about how about they slowly change over time?
1: The two men can like. Uh, one week, one of them is a black tube man, and then it's just more black tube men, and she comes out all gopped out, like when she was a teenager before she started wrestling,
0: <laughs> or even something where like she's coming down the aisle with her, with her Billy music L-ish, and whatever, the and name name is. the Spider Girl, yeah. yeah, Spider Girl, Spider Girl. I wouldn't mind Bailey coming down the aisle to her music, tube men floating. And then just you hear the music slowly die down and get quiet. And you see the tube men start to deflate. And then her whole walk and everything changes partway down the ramp. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I I just, like
1: I said, I just worry it's kind of detrimental to what they're doing with Banks. But I guess, like you said, to your, to your,
0: uh, whatever, to, to your
1: chagrin... Sasha Banks they pulled the trigger with her. It wasn't a slow change. She came right. out, she t- took off her purple hair and was a bad guy.
0: Yeah, it was a legit like it's the exact opposite of what But she's not a good bad
1: guy. guy. I feel like I feel like Bailey is a better <laughs> bad guy. But Banks really wants to be Eddie Guerrero, but she's got to understand Eddie wasn't a bad guy no matter how many times he cheated to win. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm getting off on a tangent here.
0: Yes, you are.
1: Could be another segment for a future week. Yes, it could. Ah, So let's get on into the next one. SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Revival, defeated the New Day to gain the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Yeah. The New Day is no longer draped in
0: gold. No, no, no. (laughs) You know, this one was a lot, actually a lot like, a lot like the last one where it, especially between the revival and the new day this wasn't much of an in-ring match at all but it told pretty good story enough
1: i think i was kind of checked out on this match yeah yeah
0: i um i do have in my notes that maybe if i'd been watching the last few weeks it would be better storytelling but yeah, this just between revival and new day
1: the stuff that the revival's been doing been with better. Randy Orton against the New Day as a whole has been gold. I want right. to see more revival with Orton.
0: I like their partnership. I think it helps Orton. I like I like black two young guys. Yeah. And I think yeah, and I think that it gives the revival a reason for fans to want to see them on TV. Because other than you know your die-hard guys that tune into NXT or AEW, the fans watching WWE aren't into revival. They're just not, and so this helps them because it's got, this has an established star. But as we said last week, also, you know, putting people with Randy Orton rarely <laughs> seems to get them over. So you gotta worry.
1: You might burn down your compound, guys. Watch out.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't got a lot to say about this one.
1: Nope, me either. Like I said, I hardly even remembered it happened.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, so next we had the Women's Tag Team Championships. Seeing Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross uh, defeating Fire and Desire.
0: I never knew that was their name. That's yes. kind of cool. Yes. It works.
1: They just they stole it from Venus.
0: It's not that. It's, I'm your Venus.
1: I'm your fire. Your desire. They should come out to that song.
0: Ah, uh, they're not putting up money like that just for, <laughs> just for these two gals, all right. Let's just be honest; it ain't uh, happening.
1: It would probably ruin Sonia Deville anyway. She, she's but I got do some
0: promise. I mean, these two have developed such good in-ring chemistry together, Deville and Rose. Mm-hmm. And
1: I thought for a second there you were talking about Bliss and Cross. I was like, please, God, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I no, but I think I think Rose and Deville should be the team to take the titles off yeah. them. But I don't think. I don't think this was the place to do it. I think it's good that they lost. I think there's a lot of mileage left in this team. And to be honest, as it stands, pasty, and maybe you're not going to agree with this, the kind of the way you just said, but I think Nikki cross was the star here. No, I see, think she stood out.
1: Nikki cross is there to do the work that Alexa bliss probably still isn't quite medically cleared to do. Or um, is just maybe even hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I just don't like, the the glossy, baby face Nikki Cross angle that they try to do while still also retaining her I'm Crazy and Unhinged. Right. It's like what Vince wanted to do with Dean Ambrose, but it's working just because it's a woman.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, sometimes that's the way it works, but yeah. yeah. You, you I got to give her credit, though. For you to be in a match with Alexa Bliss by your side and you be the one that stands out and shines, yeah. she's doing something right. I mean, we've... I think we've said you and I have said that for a while that she's she's got she's gone places. She's definitely going places.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, and I I'm just waiting for them to split and have the rivalry because that's where the money is. Oh, that's
0: gonna be so good. They're
1: gonna make us wait so fucking long. They already have made us wait too long, and they're gonna make us wait so much. Eh, longer.
0: I don't know. Maybe it will. Maybe uh, maybe it, maybe it will just make you want it all the more.
1: They could get split in the draft. Send Cross back to NXT. That's fine with me. Uh, she's good there. Um, safety. So at this point, we're 3-1 and one with Fat Mac in the lead, which is an ongoing trend. As we get into our next match, the Intercontinental Championship match, where Shinsuke Nakamura defeated The Miz to retain his championship. I don't think I saw any of this
0: match at all either, my friend. You had... Missed nothing. The I Miz and Nakamura was I was doing dishes. for the two for two of the most charismatic people in WWE. They have no fucking chemistry together. This was very sad. N- nothing ever clicked, and all of the heat came from Sami Zayn, who wasn't even in the match. Right, right. Your your mouthpiece right, for Sami Zayn
1: as a mouthpiece not mouthpiece for Nakamura is a good thing. I think it, it is. works. It works well, but yeah, the Miz. I don't know. They just they said he's a baby face now, and then they just let him rest on that. They haven't built him up as a baby face at all. He just right. is a baby face, and that's it.
0: When to touch on, like you say, you know him being the mouthpiece. It is good and all, but the mouthpiece should never be more over than the champion himself. They should no. never. Be in front of them. A good mouthpiece accentuates the champion. And I'm not saying this is and Sammy's let's not fault. At all. Let's not overlook
1: how much better this match would have been if it was Sammy and The Miz.
0: Or even Sammy and Nakamura. Yeah. I mean, yeah. can you remember? Remember Sammy and Nakamura? Oh. Yeah. They had such a fucking. Oh, really? one of yeah. the best matches <laughs> yeah. in NXT history. Yep. Those that two was, had together.
1: I think that was one of the first huge matches I saw in NXT.
0: Oh. You know, yeah, Sammy against either of them would have been much better than this match. But you would think Miz and Nakamura, they seem like that would be great together. But it wasn't. But then we go from something that wasn't great to something that was great, at least in my opinion. We've seen the Raw Women's Championship. Sasha Banks defeated the champion Becky Lynch but folks settle down it was by disqualification so Lynch is still your raw women's champion
1: It's a great outcome I'll say it was a really goofy match and a the goofy ref match? Yeah the the ref got knocked down he should not have been down for the 6 minutes it took them to walk around the entire arena and play with mustard
0: Well that's just any wwe match that the refs get and knocked the six minutes
1: bouncing her head off the equipment table Corey graves
0: at the trash can <laughs> <laughs> that was good shit <laughs> <sighs> i i don't know i thought the heat was there the crowd was super hot yeah, the in-ring no, I mean, work was phenomenal
1: all in all it, it felt good but but i have to say if this was a men's match you would be complaining right now because it was not a Falls Gone Anywhere match, and they took it all over the place anywhere besides the ring.
0: Oh, I agree. I, I agree with that. It is that. cool that
1: they did this with women, but it's not cool and that that's the only reason that it's cool.
0: <laughs> yes, but you are right. You are right. It's It's nice that they'll let the women have this because in the past they wouldn't let the women have this, mm-hmm. so...
1: And if any two women not, deserve that, I think it's these two women. Yeah,
0: in my opinion, it's not played out for the women yet, which, yes, you're right, is is wrong to look at it that way. But I do. I, I'll put it this way. This was the first match on this show that felt like it belonged on a pay-per-view at all.
1: Yep, I'll give it that much.
0: Um, and the fact that they built this up so hard and, and we know that this is going to end up in inside the Hell in a Cell So they have to. I mean, they're starting out good. It's it's only gonna get better. And Becky is reminding the fans that she's a badass and she loves to fight. And that's that her character needs that. They the fans need to be reminded how much of a badass she is. Her manager. That would be cool. I'd be down with that. (laughs) I'd be down with old Dave Finley with the shillelagh coming out by her side. That would be badass.
1: That would be. I'm the man, and I love to fight.
0: And it just and it just fits her character and everything. It does. It's it's awesome. The Irish last. Oh man, I think you got something there, Pasty. <laughs> I think you got Why something. haven't they there.
1: Done this already is the question.
0: We want Dave, <laughs> and we're not talking about Melty.
1: Yeah,
0: right. <clears throat> Ooh, I just choked on myself somehow. I uh, Dave. I said Dave Melty's name, and I'm choking. <laughs> Ugh. <clears throat> uh. That's probably cuz
1: you didn't hear this alert.
2: Meltzer. No, Meltzer. No,
1: that It's a clear warning. That's right. It'll save your ass. That's right. It's
0: kind of like a like a tornado warning. Yes. Yep. Uh uh
1: uh So yeah, this was it was it was a solid match. Like I said, I just I rolled my eyes at it because a lot of people would roll their eyes at it in any other situation. The ref was down um, for yeah. way too long.
0: I won't deny that. Uh, You're 100% right. You are 100% right on that. I'm not maybe just looking at it in rose-colored glasses because, spoiler here, folks, to me it was the best match on the show, so I'm giving it something.
1: I could probably give it that.
0: That brings us to another match.
1: Yes, it does. (laughs) WWE Championship match. Seeing Colby Kingston retain his title yet again, to many people's disappointment. As he defeated Randy Orton. Again, what's the point of this fucking ongoing shit now, honestly?
0: Randy Orton or what?
1: I mean, why Why is this?
0: Or Kofi Kingston or why what? Is, what do you ask the... what, are you, what, are you asking what the point is? What's the point of having Kofi's gonna in to every
1: time? That's That's my thing. I don't know. I, I had expected Because Orton to they're win.
0: actually not doing 50-50 booking, and I enjoy that. I suppose. but I don't think anybody wants to see Orton with another title. I haven't said that last week. I don't.
1: As a transition.
0: I, I, my very first note I have here that I wrote down, he works as a transition champion, but I, I still... I don't think Kofi needs a transitional champion. I want him to be beat by somebody who deserves it and somebody who is going to make you say, oh, yeah, you know, I can understand Brock why he didn't beat him. Lesnar. Lesnar. <laughs> but um, my first note. <laughs>
1: Kofi's going to go over on him. You know my that, right? My first note I have here gonna be probably the, is thing the you've ever laid biggest out
0: thing with this match. is <laughs> the, the biggest thing they got here is putting this one on after the hot ending to Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks immediately put this match at a disadvantage, I think. Yes. Um, I think most matches would have a hard time following that, and I don't think these two were the ones to say, oh, we'll take that challenge. It didn't work. Um, but I think, I kind of think somewhat different than you, Pasty. I think that they're actually making Kofi Kingston look smart, Looks strong. They're actually making him look like one of the best champions we've had in a long time. Just for the fact that he wins cleanly and decisively. And with each win, he moves up a little more. Um, I don't know who he's all faced, but I know Samoa Joe, KO, um, now Randy Orton. I mean, Daniel these Bryan. are big, mean dudes.
1: AJ Styles, I'm pretty sure. Too. And
0: yeah. you know, Daniel Bryan. But you, but you look at Kevin Owens, Samojo, Randy Orton. Those are big, mean dudes, and they're the exact opposite of Kofi. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still – I'll be okay when he loses it, but I'm okay for now with him holding on to it, you know. the My biggest question is outside of Roman Reigns, which I don't think anybody wants to see, who is left for Kingston now in the singles competition that wouldn't just look like a joke? I mean, obviously you got Brock – but, I think. But I think that's you, the good if, thing if about Brock being the champion, from there?
1: though, because anybody can be credible. You can put a, even after.
0: But I can think it they? Gets once you beat, if he goes
1: up against Brock, some and beats Joe, Brock once you it's beat gonna be Randy Orton,
0: it's going to be pretty. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Even if he just you know gets it out of a fluke. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm liking this. I'm I'm along for the. Kofi Kingston ride. I was skeptical at first, but now I'm just sitting back, kicking my feet up and enjoying it.
1: I mean, it has been a, a pretty good run. I'm just, I'm surprised that uh-huh. as long uh-huh. as it yep. has.
0: I think everybody, Kofi is probably more surprised than anyone. Really?
1: Uh, so then next we have a notice qualification ah. match. Eric Ruin defeating Roman Reigns and what I would be hard-pressed to say was the best match on the pay-per-view.
0: Wow. Wow. Whoa. Really? It was was fun. It was fun. Oh, man. I'm on the complete. I will say this. If I never see Eric Rowan go 20 (laughs) minutes again, it'll be too soon. (laughs) Oh, my God. God. I like seeing Rowan him stand on his own. Match. I
1: liked him versus Roman Reigns. It was probably a little bit too long. And they didn't have to do the fucking boom camera angle again. They did it once. It was good enough the first time. And it sucked ass the second time. Right. But Harper coming out at the end was both amazing and it pissed me off. Because you finally push in Rowan as his own guy until the end of his first match as his own guy. And then it's just like, oh, Harper. <laughs> but I'm super glad Harper's back.
0: I am too, but it is funny. In my notes here, I actually have pretty much kind of the exact opposite of what you said. Now, I'll read it word for word. how i have it written down. I said, yeah, it's an enormous opportunity to have Rowan as a force inside the ring. But as a match, with a match this long, even with weapons and gimmicks, it really exposes how limited this guy is. I thought having him sh- on his own really showed me that I don't want to see him on his own. I was not impressed. Even with the crutches of having the, the weapons and stuff. Yeah, That's just, I mean, just me. That's literally, i, I that's what I have written down. I was just like, God, they, they can't let this guy be in a match by himself, especially a long match. But I'm with you with Harper. I mean, whew, he's among one of the most... Talented big men in our business, Pasty, and, mm. and he's been missed by old Fat Mac, let me tell you what.
1: Oh, yeah, he's been missed by me as well. My biggest worry here, though, is that they're just going to throw him back with Wyatt. And if you make the Wyatt family happen, shit's not going to be good anymore.
0: It's No, it's not. But, hey, man, we're going to apply the logic from a past um, match onto this again, where we talked about, the whole Sami Zayn deal with Miz and Nakamura, I yeah. I would much I would be more than happy to have seen if he was if if he was healed up and able to compete. I would have been more than happy to see a twenty minute match with Luke Harper versus Roman Reigns oh, in a hardcore yeah. no DQ style.
1: Hell yeah, Superman! I'll sit and watch versus... that one.
0: Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> Oh, that would be fun.
1: And then we. And, you know, I the, honestly,
0: uh, I oh. I honestly think that you were the only one that called old Rowan winning. I don't think anybody else seen Roman Reigns going down to Rowan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just think if, if he were going to actually do something with him, he, he better win his match. I think anybody in the Wyatt family, Harper, now that he's back too, he's got to win. They all have to win. Yeah. Agreed. It's going to suck for a lot of people for a long time because you're pushing all these guys at once now. But
0: sometimes you have to do that.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, you could just let his fucking contract expire and let him go. You know, that, you, use him or lose him. Well, hmm. yeah, then we had the Universal Championship main event match. Seeing Seth Rollins defeating Braun Strowman. Mm, I'm so sad about that.
0: Yeah. Honestly, how basically how many times can we see Strowman be booked in these big old high profile title matches and he can absorb everything until his body quits and when are we going to stop? I think we've already stopped caring. I you know, I don't yeah. think anybody's My my problem you is, know, it's the is, the same is I'm song starting ends, to man. see
1: how quickly he blows and, up and stays blown up. And
0: well, yeah, but there's ways around that, you know what I mean? There's ways for the the bookers, and there's ways for um, the, uh, um, I can't think of the guy, the agent, sorry, I was trying to think of the guy that puts the match together. There's ways for the agents to <laughs> the work reason. around that, you know? Yeah. The, the agents, not the producer, the agents. The Asians? Yes. But I, I honestly, I see him as a placeholder. I see Braun Strowman as a placeholder. He's a star that's a big enough star that people will be kind of intrigued when he's in a pay-per-view match. But he's never going to be the one. They're just going to wait until so Roman or Brock or, or this time the fiend. I don't want Yeah, See,
1: I, I didn't want that for him. And well, if they're going to do he, that for him, then I just don't want him at all.
0: I think you said that probably over a year ago that you were, you even made that same, same comparison. And I... I I think it's too late. I think he's big show. Uh,
1: Yep. Yep. Once, once you get caught in that groove and he likes to talk all positive. Like he just had that sit down with Vince and Vince explained, you know, do you want to be an overnight sensation? 15 minutes of fame or do you want to be, you know, big star forever? Well, fuck big Show's Got the big show show on Netflix. That's, that's great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's more than, <laughs> More than Strowman's got. Yeah, but uh, of course, obviously, you walk away talking about the fiend. The fiend is what what stole the show. I just, think, I'm excited honestly, for Rollins versus the fiend I think Vince or the hell in is, a cell. Is
1: scared for anybody to ever take Andre's place. That's what I think.
0: I almost think <laughs> we're really good at being opposites today. I think he he's still looking for the next Andre, but I think it's uh, uh, addicts will will understand this. I, he's chasing the dragon. Yeah. You had Andre, and even if you get a star that's better than Andre, because let's be honest, Big Show has the size, but has so much athleticism, and is mm. obviously a much better talker because he speaks English. And medically, um, there will
1: never be another Andre.
0: Right, because you just get that shit fixed. Yeah, it's like, even if you get one that's just as good or better you're going to say it's not good enough because it's not Andre. He's I like to the the think that the
1: surgery to fix giantism is to break their limbs young. <laughs> <laughs> you're sick. <laughs> you sick bastard. Just walk in. The doctor snaps their arms and legs. That'll be fine.
0: What we got to do here is take out his tibia and fibula. Just remove them. <laughs> good stuff uh do you have anything more about this match or not because um, i don't it was it was there Bray Wyatt wasn't bad thing
1: at the end so that was a thing
0: yeah we liked that yep so with that you know, being said page...
1: pretty good in the match as a whole i'm sorry but... he did. no no he did i yeah. agree yeah it just it sucks when seth rollins gets to do three stomps and a fucking pedigree you know what i mean mm-hmm. It's just the John Cena run all over again.
0: Yeah, but Rollins is much more rounded than Cena was at his prime. Yeah. That's sad to say at his prime, but, you know, yeah. When Cena was winning nonstop, he definitely didn't put on the shows that Rollins does.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But, yeah, I I hear you. That brings us to the end, and uh, Pasty... Rat Mac won this one. I can't beat you in AEW, but I'm doing all right in WWE, buddy. (laughs) Um, Six to three. And, uh, yeah, my my strategy of just picking the champions, it was really good. I only lost two of them. One was because of DQ. She didn't lose her championship, but she lost. And then uh, I didn't expect the New Day to lose, so. Casey, what was your best match? Uh, We kind of discussed it a little bit before. I said I think mine's the boss versus the man. And for those of you who can't read our itinerary because you're not us, I actually have the man registered trademarked. (laughs) (laughs) Just just for Ric Flair, baby. (laughs) Or or for Vince, whoever. I don't give it to Whoever wins (laughs) to
1: the victor goes the spoils. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to – go along with you and say Banks Becky, probably. Otherwise, Rowan Reigns was my second.
0: Yeah. both. I'd say both worth... Well, no, I don't agree that Rowan Reigns <laughs> is worth watching, but I'd say go and watch the Rowan Reigns like...
1: I mean, you knew what
0: seven you were going to get going in into
1: Rowan Reigns, just minutes no, of hitting I, I fast huge slam
0: action. Yeah, but I didn't expect 20 minutes of it, buddy. No.
1: But isn't that surprising? Isn't that a good thing?
0: No. <laughs> as I've as I've been known to say thousands times over, surprises just for surprise sake are not always good. <laughs> uh, Pastie, what do you give the final grade of this show?
1: Uh I think I'll go with a flat C cuz it didn't hold my attention very well.
0: I I'm actually right beside you. I was thinking about giving it a C plus, but as I actually sat down and talked about it and relived it,
1: yeah,
0: it's it's C, but there's no plus to it. They don't need the extra. It could have been raw. Easily could have been raw. Yeah, It would have been like, a, oh, yeah, that was a good raw, but not even like, damn, that was a great raw. Right. <laughs> so that's our C. Um, we're a little behind schedule, Pacey, but I think we're going to be good because I don't think there's a lot of tons of news, but. I think we got uh, something to talk about, somewhere to go, something to open up.
1: That's right, folks, as we get into this week's edition of the Savage Sentinel. Woo! Well, police were involved in a situation at a WrestlePro event last Saturday in Rahway, New Jersey, which was a farewell show for Pat Buck, who is joining WWE in a backstage capacity. For those of you who don't know, Pat Buck is the third member of the Young Bucks and their oldest brother. According exactly. to the police report, William Morrissey, aka Big Ass, aka Kaz XL, <laughs> was confronting people backstage over stolen items, one of which was believed to have been a sweater. And if Not you a want sweater. to destroy my sweater, just hold this thread as I walk away. <laughs> That's what I always say. Don't do what Big Cass did as he confronted Joey Janello about it as well and may or may not have slapped him. Uh-oh. This was causing a bit of backstage stir. Cass then said to have been confronted the man, by the man of the night, Pat Buck, possibly over the stolen items. It's not clear. While Buck was putting together the main event match for the event, Cass spit on Buck, and then Buck punched him and took him down.
0: Way to go, Pat!
1: Yes. Cass was then removed from the building by police at the promotion's request. The police who removed Cass had already been at the venue and were asked if they could remove Cass. They had not been called to the venue specifically to deal with the situation. It had been reported by at least one outlet that Cass had been arrested, this was later refuted by the local police department, however. On Tuesday, Big Cash issued a statement on the altercation through Enzo Amore's social media accounts. Why he can't use his own is a little bit I'm, beyond me, but I think I'm Enzo probably's got
0: somebody. Mortgage. I'm also assuming somebody just just shut down all his social media. Is like, you just sleep it off, and we'll, we'll see when we're going to turn it back he on. He was
1: probably buddy. still fucked up on Tuesday, and Enzo just posted, like, I'm Big cast. This is what I say. Right. <laughs> but he said, I have been honest, been very honest with my past struggles, and it has been an ongoing battle. On Saturday night, I obviously let my demons get the better of me, and I ruined an important night for a really great guy in an unfortunate series of events. Season four, folks. (laughs) Yep. Now on Netflix. I have worked incredibly hard to get where I am, and even harder to overcome my ongoing battle with depression. So we're talking about his battle with depression and not his battle with the real issue at heart. Oh, no,
0: he's got alcohol down pat. He's good there. (laughs) No, it's just depression. Alcohol's fine. He's got that, that under sweater, control. That sweater.
1: That sweater was the only thing that kept him, <laughs> kept him level.
0: Oh man, that was his security blanket.
1: <laughs> uh, but I will work my absolute hardest to the right to right the wrongs of Saturday night and apologize to Kevin Matthews, Pat Buck, Joey Janella, the entire Razzle Pro locker room, and all parties involved from the bottom of my heart. I'm getting help from family and friends as we speak, and we'll be getting professional help in the near future. And all I ask is please respect my privacy in the meantime, because I get high with a little help from my friends. Yes. (laughs) You guys, let's just have to cherry pick where Pasty's nudging in here. (laughs) I'm getting help, oh no, when and if I reemerge as a public figure, it will be in good faith and I hope to inspire those who struggle with the same mental health issues I do to seek the help they need. If Tyson Fury can do it, so can I. Remember. Who the fuck is Tyson Fury? I don't I don't know. Okay, okay. good. <laughs> All right. Remember, I ain't dead yet, and neither are you. Peace and love. William Patrick Morrissey the no third. Shit. Ah. And by the time I finished reading ah. that, I completely had forgotten who William Patrick Morrissey was. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is he quoting yeah. somebody else? Is that an inspirational quote? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Remember, great. I ain't
1: dead yet, and neither are you.
0: <laughs> Words of wisdom. <laughs> uh,
1: WrestlePro Pro promoter Kevin Matthews responded to Cass' apology. Myself and the entire WrestlePro family are all behind you and wish you all the health and happiness in the world, my friend. Can't wait to see the new and improved Gaz XL. Kick ass, bud. So, yeah,
0: that's... Um, that's classy as so shit.
1: I think it's a little bit more lenient than needs be,
0: to be honest. Oh, it is much more lenient. I mean, that's that's class all the way.
1: And honestly, I uh, with what he said, I think maybe Cash should stay out of the limelight because it probably pushes him into this place.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, we've heard stories from so many, not only different wrestlers and athletes, but stars and everything. It's so much harder to stay grounded and stay away from your demons when you're in the thick of it like that.
1: Right? Yeah. Yep, and so now both Enzo and Cass have fought with Joey Janela.
0: <laughs> yeah, poor is it, Joey is really does. Is.
1: <laughs> is that why? Is that why uh, they were so they they wrestle pro tweeted back with such positivity?
0: <laughs> Great. Yeah, this um, and Janela has gone on to actually be very positive about yeah. it. Right. They, they had, uh, according to reports, they had actually worked in Northeast Probably Wrestling show the night before.
1: I could damn it Janelle joey is probably that guy backstage you know what i mean
0: joey's probably all nice and warm right now cuddled up in that sweater <laughs> actually what if the bastard took it and now he's just letting his dogs sleep in it oh that would just be it's
1: covered and in hair
0: and shit. oh 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 it's it's really bad news i mean we really do hope that kaz gets the help he needs and you know we give him shit for not just out and out saying, you know, his alcoholism issue, but yeah, depression's bad and alcoholism obviously doesn't help depression and depression can push you towards it. So it, in in all aspects where he needs help, as much as we'll joke about it, I hope he gets the help he needs and truly I do. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, as long as he's working in the right direction, I, I won't support him if he jumps back into it too soon, you know.
0: No, no, I agree.
1: If if legends like um like like Jake the Snake Roberts and and Scott Hall Scott Hall yeah if they can still struggle with it all these years later Cass, it's gonna be hard to get out of the thick of it now in the in the youth Jeff Hardy
0: getting DWIs yeah not good just just focus on yourself right now we'll we'll be here. You wrestling fans, you can come back ten years later, and we'll be like, "Oh shoot, remember Kaz? He was the best."
1: Yep, we'll probably appreciate you more.
0: But going from some pretty bad news, we got some really good news here, Pasty, and this comes from Bushy Road, baby. It's actually Bushy Road, but I like saying Bushy Road, baby. <laughs> Bushy Road is the trading card company that owns New Japan Pro Wrestling, and it has released their annual financial report which reveals New Japan Pro Wrestling earned $50 million from August 1st of 2019, 2018, it says 19, to July 31st of 2019, which is the most successful they financial year in, in their history. This is actually up 10.8% from last year, which is a huge growth. However, profits were actually down from last year, believe it or not. And you might say, well, how in the hell if this was their most... Financially growing year, how how are profits down? Well, this is due to New Japan Pro Wrestling making more investments with their video content and also expanding into international markets. All these shows that they're doing in America cost extra money to fly out and do. The plan is for 2020, it's for them to continue to run larger arenas, sign more major stars, and they're really going to push the Wrestle Kingdom 14 show at the Tokyo Dome. Last year's Wrestle Kingdom was probably one of the least talked about in a long time. They had lost a lot of the big named Gaijins, if you yeah. will.
1: Right beforehand, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah.
0: So they're they really they really want to push this one. Of course, that's January fourth, folks. We're going to be there. We're going to check. We're not going to be there, but we're going to check it out. Um, the one year <laughs> we'll forecast If you goal, go
1: to our Patreon.
0: Damn right. The one year forecasted goal is to get a twelve percent growth in revenue. And a 1% growth in profits overall. And people may be looking at that like, well, God, that's stupid. But no, if you can continue to grow, if you can grow 12% and still actually make a profit, that's huge. Yeah. And the
1: thing is, is they are, they're pumping all the money back into the product, which is the smartest thing you can possibly do.
0: Right. Right. I if you remember if anybody's ever listened to Eric Bischoff talk his goal when he first became president of WCW his goal was to make 1 cent profit because in its entire existence it had never made profit and well, then, his goal then was and make-
1: also taxes are better
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah that was that's all he wanted to do was make 1 cent and obviously he went a little above and beyond what an overachiever
1: right well, I mean, you set your goals low. You're always impressed by the outcome.
0: That's what I tell told the women.
1: <laughs> well, ECW icon and radio show savant Taz revealed on Twitter Monday that he has had recent talks with pro wrestling promotions about a potential return to commentary. I actually miss doing commentary very much. By the way, there are other places to apply that craft besides WWE, Taz wrote. He continued, as far as commentary, truth be told, over the past several months, I have had healthy, in-depth conversations with a few pro wrestling companies, (gasps) AEW, (laughs) (laughs) just not the right fit for me and my goals with those individual organizations at the moment. Taz back on the booth would be a good thing. I would just want it to be with Cole.
0: You know, it, it would be great to have, to, I think he's a great announcer, and I love his personality. I just can't see him giving up all the money and everything he gets from his weekly or his daily radio show. Right. He's got quite a cushy gig. He comes in, he does four hours of that. You know, it's one of the biggest, it, It's he is the biggest pro wrestler who's putting out an audio show. Nobody reaches more people than Taz. because yeah, he's, he's on, on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's across the whole country. I was going to say, ah,
1: stone cold, but no, you're right. Yeah,
0: no, he, he's got uh, CBS radio behind him, and it's uh, that. to me, that would be hard to give that up to go on the road. You know, he, he knows where he's going. He lives where it is. He doesn't have to travel. He, he knows everybody he's working with. That's that would be hard to give up. I think I think he would probably be looking for more money than most people are willing now, to invest.
1: There is a way to settle this where all he'd have to do is move once, and that's if he signed to NXT. Taz and Rinaldo on the announce team.
0: Oh, that would be that would be fantastic.
1: It's the warm and fuzzies, and I'm not even um, drinking.
0: It maybe be a little too much Italian at one time. We'd have to see. We'd have to see. I don't know. I don't know. Mamma
1: mia, Paison. <laughs>
0: oh somebody's Scott like, fuck Abiti. is that? Is that Captain Lou Albanzo playing Mario again? Oh no, that's just Mario and Tyson commentary.
1: <laughs> that's the <a> spicy meat of all <laughs> And it just gets bad and super like stereotypical and it doesn't make <laughs> any sense. They go from being the best announcers out there to why the hell is this happening?
0: <laughs> I can't believe it. It's like a burnt pizza on my crostini with all of the paisanos out there and the spaghettini and all.
1: a That was like the last good episode of Family Guy. Peter gets That's a mustache right, that was... and starts talking Italian.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That happened. Oh, what a bump, buddy! What a bump! But you know, talking about bumps, WWE filed to trademark WWE's the bump this and week. And that
1: was the death of kayfabe, folks.
0: <laughs> oh, with the following use description provided to the United States Patent and Trademark Office, it says: No, we
1: swear it's about '80s wrestlers' cocaine addictions. We swear. <laughs>
0: A show show about professional wrestling, the production and exhibition of professional wrestling events rendered live and through broadcast media, including television and distributed via various platforms across multiple forms of transmission media, providing wrestling news and information through broadcast media, including television and distributed via various platforms across multiple forms of transmission. (laughs) Did you do that? No, no, I didn't. Oh, my gosh. It just says the same thing over and over again. you got to be says,
1: very, very particular with your copyright. Oh Folks, it's a fucking talk show. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, this, this could be the Fox Sports 1 studio show. It's probably what that is. That's set to premiere Tuesdays this fall, which has been under the working title WWE Backstage, but that was never actually confirmed. Now, WWE has never filed, at least not yet, a trademark for the, the the title WWE Backstage, but WWE after the bell was filed for earlier this summer. So, um, whew, yeah, I'm just not going to read all that for you people because nobody gives a <laughs> shit what all of it says. Like like I said, it's a talk show. It's
1: a pro wrestling talk show. Yes. Uh, what a way to put it. I need to come up with a description like that for our podcast.
0: Oh, that'd just be great. <laughs> For a second, I thought, like, I was just accidentally rereading the same line, and then I was like, wait a second, did Basie do this? And I'm like, no, it literally says the same thing, like, five times. Probably one or two words are different in it, but...
1: If I did it, one oh, word would have just been changed to penis,
0: you know that. <laughs> I know, right? I just love it. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, good times.
1: Yes. But with that, it's time for some bad times as we get into this week's Injury Report. Folks, it looks like Jason Jordan may not be returning to the ring for WWE. At least according to a Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Jordan, who is listed on the Raw roster, has been out of action for almost two years since February 2018 after undergoing neck surgery. WWE has had him working as a backstage producer because his in-ring return was pushed back. And then they hired Kurt Angle as a producer and had no more use for Jason Jordan.
0: Dun, dun. <laughs> Taken out by his own pa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who shared a picture of Gable and said, that's my boy.
0: That's my boy. It's like, oh. <laughs>
1: It was reported earlier this year that he was doing pretty good, but still having issues with his gripping power and inability to make a fist in one hand, and his inability to fully control that same hand.
0: No kung fu grip, baby.
1: He's been pretty pent up as he hasn't been able to reach full climax.
0: It's sad. It's like the it's like the song says: "Hold on loosely, but don't let go." <laughs> if, if you, you cling, cling too tightly, tightly you, you might lose, lose
1: control. control. <laughs>
0: Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully something good happen. I, Jason Jordan had the future. I mean, he could have had anything if anybody would have used him right now with so many other pro wrestling companies that he could have went into since WWE isn't using him right. So sad that he may never be able to wrestle again.
1: Yeah. I think this next bout of news is, uh, quite a bit sad in, in its own right. I would almost say more sad, but it's not, it, it wouldn't
0: well, be. Well, obviously not because they may have a future, but yeah, it the just next
1: sucks ass for the NXT next bunch in the of folks now. people.
0: Yeah, NXT is pretty screwed going forward. <laughs> it was announced Thursday that NXT superstars Velveteen Dream, Arturo Ruas, and Kona Reeves are not cleared to compete after suffering injuries during Wednesday's first live NXT episode. They fucking had one live show and they couldn't <laughs> fucking handle it. Damn it. So AW to break it down, to win the battle. <laughs> well, to be fair, stream um, over. <laughs> to be fair, WWE NXT aired the first episode this last Wednesday, and from what I've seen and heard, I think way more people watch WWE NXT Wednesday than AEW. In fact, I haven't talked to anybody who watched AEW Wednesday.
1: Well, because AEW. So WWE TV, is AEW still got two weeks,
0: buddy. WWE's single-handedly winning the fucking war so far. I mean, like, bad. Like, AEW really needs to figure something out here.
1: They didn't do Ah. bad in the ratings either. From what I had heard, it was somewhere around a million concurrent viewers on USA, which, honestly, for a first-time wrestling show on TV, even though you're established, so you don't really have that, um, not bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. People flipping through the channels have no idea what NXT is, so...
1: I, I'm looking forward to NXT outdoing Ron Smackdown in the
0: ratings. Oh, I can't that's- wait for that to happen. Well, I can't wait for that because that's when Vince is really going to get his hands in. I mean, we <laughs> well, all know as...
1: Balls of- deep in the XFL by then.
0: Well, we all know now that it's on cable, He's already he's already got more to say than triple h does in it i mean you know he's fucking right and shit and oh, i'm i'm so scared anyways
1: did an interview with behind the ropes and he said that vince was oh there of course did. text him a few times throughout the night congratulating him saying that he really enjoyed the product but yeah it, that's triple h according to triple h he's being hands off we'll see we'll see how yeah. it turns out
0: of course trips is gonna say that yeah but to break down the anyways the injuries, folks. Reeves was busted open during the dark match against Damian Priest, and that resulted in Reeves needing stitches, and he may have orbital bone damage. He is set to be reevaluated once the swelling goes down. Now Ruas reportedly needed X-rays to his fingers following the loss to Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne needs to take it easy on them fucking fingers, right,
1: dude. Right, right. God damn. That's a really easy move to get away with not hurting somebody. Pull yeah. back a little bit.
0: Yeah, you don't have to be that <laughs> snug. Um, so he's also on the not cleared list. And last but certainly not least, Velveteen Dream was seen, quote, walking gingerly. Doesn't he always? <laughs> After his NXT North I think American title loss. That's his of
1: Velveteen Dream. That's his Yeah, I
0: know, right? <laughs> uh, but it, it sounds like he's suffering from lumbar pain. Nothing too um, explicit here. We don't really know exactly what it is. But he is on the not cleared to wrestle list, so it's obviously something more than just lumbar pain, I would say.
1: Dude, him and Roderick Strong went on for pretty close to a half hour, I would say. It was a it was a very solid match.
0: And you can't go wrong with those two. Yeah. Well, and add at least to
1: that NXT's Yoquin Wild, I think. Walking. Walking Phoenix. <laughs> is set to undergo surgery for a broken eye socket. Wild, formerly known as DJZ Zima Ion in Impact Wrestling, reportedly suffered the injury back in July that was described as a freak accident during training, which means it was probably on purpose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Doctors well. held off on the surgery for a few weeks to see if the injury would heal itself. But now they've decided that surgery is the best option.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? I never want to see anybody hurt, but I can almost guarantee you that old Jesse Sorensen sitting at home not being able to walk saying, yeah, you motherfucker. That's what you get. <laughs> For folks who don't know, um, in another freak injury and a freak accident way back in Impact Wrestling. Oh, God. This would have been 20, 20, oh, I'm going to say 2015, maybe, it doesn't matter. Zima Ion was facing Jesse Sorensen in an X-Division title match, two extremely talented young men. Zima did a moonsault off the top rope onto the outside of the ring, onto Jesse Sorensen, and his shin straight on top of jesse Sorensen's head just crushing his spine and uh jesse is paralyzed now so even though wrestling's fake this shit happens and it's sad but yeah um obviously no dj uh, dj z walking wild whatever you want to say doesn't deserve to be hurt for that i'm just making a joke
1: yes speaking of a joke it's about time we move into the returning segment This week's Jerry of the Week Human WWE Jerry I like it Is Tyler Bollinger Who was arrested at Monday's Raw after filming a Snapchat video of a police officer and other individuals urinating in the bathroom
0: (laughs) What a good guy Come on
1: An arrest report notes that other individuals were in the video and that a man and his son flagged an officer down to report what had happened. Police questioned Bollinger and found the video in question. Bollinger admitted to having six adult beverages. Bollinger first denied the accusation but agreed to show police his phone. He later admitted to taking video of the officer and at least one other man while they were urinating. The officer said he was working at the WWE event and had to use the restroom. He stated that when he left the restroom, he was stopped by a man and his young son who told him they just saw a man recording people in the bathroom while (laughs) urinating. The man pointed out Bollinger, and that's when police confronted him. Bollinger was charged with disseminating unlawful photographs and public intoxication. He was due in court earlier this week. But that's not all, Fat Mac.
0: No, we also have an AEW Jerry of the Week. An AEW... And I
1: never saw this one coming.
0: I didn't. I would never have guessed. But AEW's Jerry is Kenny Omega, who recently spoke with Sportskita and had some very Jerry comments on the Wednesday night war between AEW and NXT. He said, You can call it a war if you want. It's just like, to me, it's like we're in a completely different kind of business. If these guys are on the same show as me, They'd be in the dark match. They'd be in the opening match for my main event match. On AEW Dynamite, you're going to see real stars, not developmental talent, but real stars appearing on your television sets every week. Oh, I yeah. love you, Kenny Omega. You're an amazing athlete, and the AEW roster is filled with some awesome talent. But 90% awesome of talent.
1: what you're doing is developmenting, yeah. developing talent.
0: Yeah, all talent that needs to be development. It's it's you know, look at <laughs> look at Jungle Boy. That's somebody who I hate to say it, I love Jungle Boy, but on a WWE show or or anything like that, he'd be in the dark match. Yeah. If he's lucky. I mean Yeah. yeah. And you he, look at the be guys jobbing
1: that, to Braun Strowman.
0: And you look at guys in NXT, you got Adam Cole, you got Roderick Strong. You've got all these people who come from championship backgrounds in the Mm -hmm. biggest of indies who don't need to be developed
1: and lately the only ones who are on nxt really are the ones who are already established or have established themselves in some way in the wwe bubble
0: oh yeah 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 and outside of the wwe bubble i mean right it's it's an argument for a different time but i mean wwe doesn't developed stars in nxt they take developed stars and teach them how to be on wwe tv Mm. that's it yeah they they have very few that they've raised from a little suckling on their team
1: and i get it it's just it's showbiz you know he's putting on a front and just saying some bullshit to to drum up some heat and it worked Um, obviously it's a little uncalled for but at the same time seth rollins just did the same thing not that long ago
0: yeah, you did, and we called him out for it. Yep. But, but it is a little different as well. But I still think Seth Rollins' big deal was bringing money into it. But, that, again, that's a whole not, different story, too. Right. Uh, yeah, there you go. We we came back strong. We we don't do Jerry's every week, but, man, we got a double dose this week. In double money, my friend. Just in time for the new uh, – Jerry intro music. Yes. Human music.
1: <coughs> I like it.
0: We're talking about uh, AEW, PC. I think it's time.
1: For the weekly Elite Dirt Sheet. That's right, Fat Mac. And we're going to break down some brackets in this edition. As AEW has revealed the official brackets for the World Tag Team Title Tournament which begins on the October 9th TNT episode of Dynamite. Let's break it down.
0: So, pasty, we got the first round, and in the first round on October 9th show, we're going to see the Young Bucks versus Private Party. So we've got one of the most established tag teams against a really hot up-and-coming team. Um... I, I'm i going to say, even though I've talked so much about... In every pay-per-view they've been in, I've said the Young Bucks found them. They picked them out personally. They brought them in. They're going to push them. I think Private Party has a really good showcase with the Bucks, but I think the Bucks still beat them. I don't see them taking out the Bucks right now, especially not in a first round.
1: I just I look around these brackets, and it seems... Like, well, I mean, essentially, first round, every team is facing a well-established tag team. And so it could heavily swing towards the established teams. But I'm going to go opposite, and I'm going to say Private Party is going to win this somehow. I don't know, which is going to make it even more weird on the next one.
0: Yeah, and the next one is actually going to take place October 16th. So that'll be the next show there. Basically we got the Lucha Brothers taking on what they're calling the Jurassic Express uh boy and his dinosaur, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, whatever you want to call it. What do you think on this one?
1: Well, I I chose my path and I have to continue with it. Somehow the Lucha Bros are going to lose to a boy and his dinosaur.
0: Oh, you already know that one's wrong, Pace. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is the picked, one they match. They were hand
1: by the fans, and if you're going to listen to your fans, this is the w- first opportunity to show that you are.
0: I think if you if you let the fans vote, though, I think they would definitely pick Lucha Brothers over oh, Jurassic uh, Yeah, Express.
1: yeah, yeah. No, they just picked Jurassic Express <laughs> over, over Angelico and, and whatever. Uh, yeah, but, I, I
0: would evidence. say... I would say out of all four matches, this is the only match that I'm 100% on who's going to win. And I'm including the Dark Order buy. I'm more confident that Lucha Brothers is going to beat Jurassic Express than I am that Dark Order is going to win the first round, even though they already have a buy. I still am more confident. See, and me looking at
1: the Dark Order winning the first round buy is the whole reason why I'm picking the way I am. Huh? And it's it already lopsided towards the
0: lesser established teams. Well, but then you move into this next one, which is two established teams. In fact, it, you could say Best Friends is a more established team, but SoCal Censored has Kazarian, who is a more established tag team wrestler on his own.
1: Yes, but Best Friends have freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy.
0: Uh, they are squeezing something, and I just don't really want to see it to be honest. That being said, I'm going with my boys because honestly pasty, this is the worst tag team title tournament that they have ever been in.
1: <laughs> and I'm gonna continue marching this awkward path of I'm gonna let the 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 younger guys win and best friends.
0: I think you're letting the more established team win. I'm letting the younger guys win. <laughs> you got an established tag team. I got two guys who have only been teaming together for like three months. <laughs> One of them's just a pup. Scorpio Sky is what? Half the age of either uh, uh, Trent Bretta or Chucky T. So you're picking the established stars this time.
1: Well, the, the team is reset completely now with Orange Cassidy, so... Not so much.
0: And then we got a uh, first round by Dark Order. So Dark Order is going... I think they're going to uh, lose. Definitely going to. I, I think... Uh, if you think Jurassic Express is going to win, I'm, I'm pretty sure Dark Order is losing. Because it's <laughs> all fucking out the window now. Um, that, Of course, that match uh, also takes place on the October 16th episode. And then we have the October 23rd episode, where the semifinals will take place. Pasty...
1: Yes, and the semifinals in my universe will be Private Party versus Jurassic Express, with Jurassic Express winning the match, which seems
0: weird. <laughs> yeah, that you you would go with Jurassic Express winning the Yep, over Private Party. To-
1: once again, hand-picked by the fans to be entered in this okay. tournament.
0: Okay, I wow, think. you're really...
1: Oh, I'm going all the way.
0: You're bound and determined to lose a AEW something. I know nothing's on <laughs> the not line on this, but... Yeah, I know, nothing's <laughs> on the line or nothing, but um, I don't think your magic is going to hold into this tag title tournament. I just want to
1: welcome you into the family, finally. That's all.
0: I appreciate it. So, in my semifinal first match, I have the Young Bucks taking on the Lucha Bros.
1: Boring, we've seen it before.
0: Uh, Yeah, but that's okay for a semifinal match. It's good to have people you know are going to make a good show but don't need to lead anywhere. So I see the Young Bucks taking this one. Uh, they like to beat the Lucha Bros on their own show. We've established that. Plus, I think something, something goofy could happen in there. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a, yeah. a straight-out clean victory. And so they could keep their storyline going. I think this really helps their storyline in the long run.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, And then we have Best Friends or SoCal Uncensored versus Dark Order. And in my universe, it would be the Best Friends. And they've already ran in with the Dark Order, so that sounds tasty. Dark Order loses, Best
0: Friends win. I like how you young Bucks Lucha Brothers already seen it. (laughs) <laughs> Best Friends, Dark Order. Oh, we've seen it before. I like that. <laughs> oh, wrestling is much. awesome. It that is. is true. That is true. Um, and to be fair, Lucha Bros and Young Bucks, gosh, and all the untelevised or or not televised on mainstream ones, they've been having tons of matches lately. So, so in mine, I see SoCal Uncensored taking on the Dark Order. This, out of all of them, including the final, is the hardest for me. Uh, because I think they should push Dark Order, and I think this is a really good place to push Dark Order. But I think SoCal Uncensored wins, and this one I think also might be kind of a, a, a SMAZ finish. I think maybe it's a DQ finish, um, some of the, I don't remember what they call Do they just call them Dark Orderlies? What do they call the, the Masked Men? Minions, I think, or... Something like I think that. that's trademarked, isn't it? Banana. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, maybe they, they get involved and there's a DQ or something. I don't know, but I'm going to go with SoCal Uncensored. Because I think it, when I look at all of these tag teams on here, to me, if you're going to have a, a match to determine who the best tag team is in your division and you're trying to build a tag team division, I don't think you could have a better main event than the one I'm picking out. Not saying it has to happen. I'm just saying that's a, that's a main event tag team match anywhere, which brings us to the October 30th episode, which will give us the inaugural AEW world tag team champions pasty.
1: Yes. And those champions will be Jurassic express.
0: So you see Jurassic express beating best, uh, uh who'd you pick? Dark Best Best Friends. Best friends. There you go. Yes. I'm sorry. Yep, yep. Uh best 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 friends. Um
1: And in this match, Jurassic Express will have Marco Stunt in their corner.
0: I could you know what? That kind of that kind of makes sense. You got this this trilogy of folks, this this trifecta, two trifectas. Is that a sex hecta? <laughs> i don't know but if you got the best friends with the cast and uh and you got the jurassic express with the stun maybe there's there's some story there huh yeah i think
1: it could be fun and like i said they're all i don't know i don't you know exactly i'm throwing it all out of the wind here to be honest because yeah but before you can actually make- like lucha brothers winning the whole thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can definitely connect these dots, though. I can I can see it now, mm-hmm. from the beginning to the end. You couldn't see it at first, but now that you put all the dots together, there's a picture there. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it's the picture I want, but I see the picture. I'm picking SoCal Uncensored versus Young Bucks as the inaugural championship match, and it could I just be a
1: really good one too.
0: God, yeah, that's just awesome. I, uh, yes, you do put in two veterans, but. I almost think if you're going to make it official, that's okay. On the plus side, they already got a big name as their world heavyweight champion. Yeah. So they can afford to take a risk by putting, like, Jurassic Express as the tag champs. They can See, afford I think that.
1: That's why they do it, too, because they put... You know, I feel like you got two locker rooms back there. You got You got your established huge stars, and then you've got the rest of the guys.
0: I thought you had Jericho and then the rest of the guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but... I think because I think Jericho has the title, I think it only makes sense to, to put the tag titles on a younger team.
0: I, I don't disagree with that, and that does 100% make sense. But what also makes sense, actually, is the Bucks winning, the Bucks being the face of the tag team division. The Bucs are arguably the biggest name in the tag team division that they have right now. And Kenny Omega, who is one of the uh, executive vice presidents, did not, does not have any belts. Um, Hangman Page, who has been an elite guy and Bullet Club member, did not win the championship. So I think it's okay for the Bucks to win the tag team titles, being as it wouldn't be the elite having all the gold, you know? Yeah. So I think both stories play out in very different ways. I think you and I have picked two, two completely different paths that, that both lead to a, a very cool place.
1: Yeah, different, very different places,
0: but very cool places. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yes, for sure. Yeah, you betcha. Don't you know? I don't know. Well, what I know is it's about time for us to go. But before we do, what the fuck happened, Fat Mac? Uh,
0: (laughs) So for anybody who listened last week, uh, we did our predictions for Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor because it was going to be this Friday, and we record Friday nights, so it wasn't going to be over by the time we recorded, so I figured if we just get our predictions in now, we can, we'll can we have our predictions in before everybody watches it or before it airs. Somehow I missed a week in there, because it's actually next Friday. So we already gave our predictions last week. If you didn't listen last week and you're curious, go back and listen to that episode Although, I know there's at least one more match added on there, and there may be more to come. So, Pasty and I will keep in touch with each other, and we will update our picks up until next Friday. And if there's a big change or, or changes or something, we'll, we'll discuss it next Friday before it happens. So, we, yes. we have time to discuss it. Or as it happens, <laughs> but hopefully you're
1: choosing us before Ring of Honor. Agreed. Yes, us before the honor. That's that's what next week's episode is called. Beef before the honor. <laughs> like well, that. at least we already have that. Now I can get to work on that show pick. Of yes. That.
0: <laughs> well, basically, this has been fun. This is a good one.
1: Hey, we caught it back up. We're right on track. Actually, ending it a little early, which is which good is okay. for everybody. I think.
0: Yeah. We take a cue from our listeners, unlike AEW and WWE. I didn't see how long this last one was.
1: Uh, Clash, Clash of, of Champions. Champions was like four hours, probably. I was I was be. behind, but I was also done watching it at like 9.30. Anytime yeah. it's done before 10, I'm okay. I don't care how early That's you start true. it. Because I, I usually sit down for dinner right about 5, 6 o'clock anyway. So yeah. for me, as long as it's over before 10, we're in good shape.
0: Yeah, I hear you.
1: Just like this week's episode of b folks. We'll be back next week with all new tantalizing, tasty, beefy pod snacks for that ass to snack on. That's what your ass sounds like.
0: Damn right it does.
1: You need to get that checked out, folks.
0: And some Death Before dishonor prediction preview crap again
1: yeah predict- oh my god review diction's.
0: review your dick son
1: yes i do quite frequently
0: all right i'm gonna go do And right on now. that note <laughs> see you next week folks all right